Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Hey, it's the weekend. Is it? Oh, shoot. Almost. This is I mean, our you Friday know. episode. Yes. For them. Man. When they listen to this, it's the weekend, I know. I mean, yeah. That's what I say. It's the weekend. This yeah. is like an early start to our weekend. This yes. is why I love this particular um, episode. So I actually am having coffee today. And the weather's beautiful. Sunshine. Blue skies. I got my espresso. I got it. I went. I went with a double shot of espresso, a dollop of whipped cream, and a sprinkle of cinnamon. Good for you. Mm. Sounds tasty. It is so good that way. I don't put any sweetener or anything. The whipped cream just gives it like Does perfect. The job. I love the Nespresso. Actually, I'm almost out of. I'm almost out of my better. Um, oh. I better restock. All right, you guys. Let me just start this off by saying. We love Same. we love doing this. I've had a lot of people say, "Oh, you guys should get a Patreon because then you you know you um you earn because people subscribe and they pay a monthly thing." And you know, I've thought about doing a Patreon. I've had a lot of people suggest it, but you know what? I decided oh, wow. I'm like, "No. I don't want to do a Patreon. What I want to do is blow this up so that the advertisers have to pay us, not our loyal listeners." Right? Right? Yeah. I want it to be free to our listeners, but I want advertisers to have to pay us yes facts. so that's how we blow this up and that's how you know you guys can help us by on youtube like and comment yes. share it that's mm-hmm. very helpful on you know whatever podcast platform you listen on leave a five-star review you know on apple you don't actually have to write a review if you don't feel comfor- comfortable doing that all you have to do is tap on the the five stars yeah. Just scroll down to where it shows the the ratings and tap on the five stars. And that really helps us out. And that's how we can keep this podcast free to the listeners yes. and exactly. increase our, you know, um, ad revenue. I mean, who doesn't love free? You know what I'm saying? Why, why have to make our listeners I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to do that. I, I didn't mean, I, I never even suggested. I didn't even know you were thinking. No, I thought, you yeah, know, of course, you know, I've thought about, I've gotten it suggested to me and I thought, you know. We need hmm. our listeners to recommend. I feel it us. feels a little icky sometimes like, okay, so you have a podcast, but then for the real good stuff, you got to go over to the Patreon and pay. I, I, I don't like when people do that. Like I'll be listening to a podcast and they'll say something kind of like, ooh, that's interesting. And then they'll say, but that's on my Patreon and it's irritating. That's like me listening to Joe Rogan, which I'm a loyal, avid yeah. listener. You never, nothing. Oh, go over here to the, get the rest of the info of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't pay a dollar. I'm on, I don't subscribe. I just log in to Spotify. You, you, and, but you are supporting him, and that's what's paying his lo- yeah, millions of dollars. because he has advertisers on there, right. of course. Right. Advertiser paying. Yes. Sure. So thank you guys so much for the support and the reviews. Lisa just left us a new review that was really good. Oh, yeah? What'd yeah. she say? She said, let's Shout share it. Shout out, Lisa. Yes, and I would say email me for cousin. Um, I would say to email me for a coffee gift card. However, I'm going to see you, so I'm going to treat you to coffee on Saturday because this was an unsolicited review, and I just really appreciate it. And it's honest because I know she she listens. Hmm. It says I look forward to every new episode. It gets me through the week. I listen while I work or while walking. I literally laugh out loud at my desk many times. I love their banter and chemistry. They are real and offer lots of valuable information and motivation. Thank you for doing this. I love you guys and I'm proud of how far you've come. I know. What? That's so three nice. Three plus years now? We broke the three-year mark of Yes. Podcast? Our three-year anniversary was January 29th. Yeah. You know how many people don't make it to this level? Three years. Three years through the pandemic. Yes. 
We, we, we survived. We've been in many Pandemic, locations. We've suffered loss, you know, major we've loss. We've been in the garage, not in the garage, in the gym, in yes. the living room, in the the other TV room. Yes. We've we've done everywhere. We are eventually going to have a dedicated like podcast room, but for now, we are here. We work with um, what we got. Okay, so I had a little thought on Ozempic. You guys know, I think we did an, a podcast episode on that a few weeks ago. Yes. And I had a thought. I was listening to someone talk about it on a podcast. And first of all, she was really misinformed and she was talking about it, giving advice on it. Kind of scary Hold because- on. she on a podcast was giving advice? The person? Yes, she, a person. Was it a doctor? No, it uh, wasn't. She was just uh, saying, okay. she was giving her opinion on uh, whether people, I'm not a doctor and I talk about yeah, it, yeah, you, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But one thing she did say was she was talk. she's coming <clears throat> off of an eating disorder talking about it. Mm-hmm. So it made me just think of, of something with regards to that. But she did say, apparently it's some magic thing where it's a, you know, you take it and the weight just falls off and you can eat whatever you want. That's all false, false, false. False. People so spew false. I just want to put it out there, the corrective. It's not an easy way out. It's much like bariatric surgery where you it's difficult to eat, actually. Yeah. yeah. So you you become nauseous or you vomit or whatever. Like you're it's eating becomes a little more difficult. Some more than others. It just depends because the dosages for weight loss are high and they make you nauseous. They make you not want to eat. That's kind of how they work. So it's not easy to feel nauseous or to feel sick to your stomach or to not feel hungry and still eat to get nutrition, by the way. So it's not an easy way out. But it did make me think about, I know for bariatric patients, a lot of good doctors require their patients to go through counseling at the same time that they're getting bariatric surgery or beforehand. Yeah. Because a lot of people have, you know, they've gotten large or because of food issues, because of trauma, psychological stuff. So when you fix that, you know, the eating part, it doesn't make the psychological stuff go away. You know what? I, I think humans, because they don't understand the, how the internal workings of your whole body, chemistry, mind, muscle, everything. So when they're thinking hunger, I got to feed the machine, the beast. That's just your brain tricking you. Your brain signals your stomach. You could actually... Say, no, I don't need to eat right now. I don't need to eat that much. You can control it, but people don't. It's no, psychological. No, but I'm talking about people with eating disorders, though, like a disease eating disorder. It's like a psychological. That's yes. more psychological, though. Right. Not so, cutting your stomach open and trying to fix that problem. Right. So, no, but what I'm saying, I think you're missing my point. What I'm saying is that doctors who are, just like bariatric doctors do, doctors who are prescribing Ozempic should have their their patients go through a psychological yes. evaluation as Agreed. well. And and even tandem counseling through the weight loss process. And especially if they ever get off the medication, because, um, you know, a lot of people, if they have those psychological issues with food, all of that is still there yes. if you haven't worked through that. So I think that responsible doctors should also not just prescribe the medication but also make sure that the person is getting their psychological needs tended to yes and i also think that doctors should be ethical and not prescribe this medication to people who do not qualify it is a prescription medication you are not supposed to get it unless you qualify as obese or have life threatening diseases i don't agree with it for people who 
don't qualify. Like celebrities using it to lose weight? Yeah, I don't. I, and we're going to talk about money? celebrity weight loss yeah. here in a second, so it's a good segue. But I don't agree with that. So I just wanted to put it out there. My opinion is still I think it's a great tool for weight loss for people who qualify. But I also feel that I'm thinking of the people with the trauma around food and the disorders that it, it's really important that they get the psychological help that they need simultaneously yes. and post preemptively and postemptively yes. when taking the medication. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about that. And it just made me think about it when I heard this person um, talking about her thoughts on it, even though yeah. her, her some of her, her thoughts were not correct. But anyways, I thought I would put that out there. Um, okay. Gotcha. Speaking of celebrity weight loss, there was a headline that Post Malone um, has, you know, fans were worried Fans are always worried. They were worried because he looks so skinny. Is he sick or on drugs? Here we go again. This is the shit I hate. Here we go again. Every time somebody is losing weight, you're getting too skinny. Or is that person on drugs? Or are they not eating? Are they starving themselves? Yo, man, you guys got to change the goddamn narrative, man. This society's tricking you. Going large is not the way. That just leads to a plethora of health issues. You guys is he sick or on drugs? Yes, that is the 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 consensus. And this just drives me crazy because mm-hmm. he went on a a weight loss journey. He talked about it five or six months ago. Yes, he did. Um, Harvey, we saw it on TMZ, and Harvey even talked about it that he mentioned it to Harvey, like that he was on a journey and he had lost some weight, and you know he's feeling good. His family had to come out and kind of say, like, "Hey, you guys, he is doing the best physically and mentally, mentally than he has in a really long time." There's, he's not on drugs, he's not sick, but it just irritates me that right away when somebody loses some weight, they go to that. They yeah. must be sick or on drugs. And now it's going to yes. be like everyone says, Ozempic. It's so annoying. They'll just comment one word, Ozempic. Who cares? We don't know what he did because he hasn't come out and shared that. So there's no reason to speculate. It Why doesn't matter. Why does he got to use Ozempic? Why can't he just do hard work, have a trainer? But everyone's- he's, he's a rich dude. He could afford meal prep seven days a week, round the clock. Guy has money. He can afford a personal trainer. He has the money and resources to get in shape and fit. That's Why just the new empathy? thing for people to say because they perceive it to be an easy way out, which like I said, not an easy way out. It's actually not, but I'm not saying that that's what he did because he hasn't come out and confirmed what he did. And you should not assume what somebody has done. You shouldn't assume any what they're doing, including drug use and being sick or ill. And I can say I was accused of drug use in my family. Many years ago when I lost my weight, I did it in a fairly short period of time. The 100 pounds. Yeah. I actually just was talking about this with my clients. I I lost 100 pounds by eating 1,200 calories a day, and I did it for a six months consistently. I did not deviate ever. Like, I was to the T. I did not deviate, and That's I lost the weight. Do. That's hard to do. So what, what did everybody in my family I'm talking about extended family, not my immediate family. They spread rumors that I was on drugs, like crack, like that kind of drugs, like serious drugs. It was a rumor, a serious rumor that was in my family because it's just impossible to, for me to have lost weight by dieting. I'm sorry, I got to say this. I don't mean to offend any of you guys, but why is it always that people are so concerned when someone loses weight? 
But no one says nothing. That person gains a lot of weight mm-hmm. and gets hella fat. Yeah. It's like, don't address the elephant in the room. Like, nah, you're getting fat, homie. Like, what's going on with you? Yeah. They no one questions that. What's up, homie? Why do you, it in the what other... are you doing? Are you on drugs? Why are you eating so much? What's the matter? Yeah. They so, don't do it in the other way around. No, no. If you do, oh, you're insensitive. You're this, that. I could talk shit because I've been on the other side. So I got every right to, to, to talk shit. Well, and I'm wondering if people said that about me when I went on keto and got super lean and, and thin. Yeah. I lost hella body fat and weight. Maybe. I don't know, but I know for sure, for sure, Accuse for me, me of being on drugs. <laughs> it was it was an issue for sure. Oh my god. Um and I have a prediction. My prediction is that there's a very there's another famous celebrity that is um that is on a weight loss journey right now. A famous celebrity? Yes. And and, and they're very known for being overweight. Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. It took there, me a second to recognize her. Okay, so I the saw... The one I was pushing for big girls, right? For those of you who are listening on the podcast, I'm going to be putting up all these pictures. So this is an episode you might want to go over on YouTube and watch. This person is famous for being overweight. Yes, her name is, is Lizzo. Yes, Lizzo. I noticed that at the Grammys, she looked smaller to me. Yes. I was like, huh. That side by side is a huge difference. That's probably huh. about 40 pounds. That looks to me maybe about 50, 50 pounds. Maybe 50, yeah. I, with, I spy with my eagle eye a weight loss journey. Yeah. For someone who has become very famous and very body, for the body positivity movement and embracing she loves being large, she's on a weight loss journey. She probably got a health scare and it woke her ass exactly. up. Exactly. You play around, listen, you play around in that obesity for too long and then you start going to morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. F around and find out how your heart, Remember heart's going to do. Remember we talked about this before. And this is just, this is going to be a great episode to bookmark because mark my words, next Grammys, next year you're going to see a different Lizzo. Yes. And they're going to be angry at her. They're going to be angry. The bigger people yes. community. And hey, listen, I'm not trying to be mean or insensitive. Guys. I'm not trying to offend you. I, I get it. It's a battle for me too. I don't have a hard time losing weight myself. It's yeah. not easy. I have to work my ass off and right. I have food demons that I have to conquer myself. So I'm not talking smack. But what I am saying is, I know when I was on the other side, I was probably like one foot in the grave, straight up, mm-hmm. especially with my blood pressure. So mm-hmm. you have to, being large is not the way, man, or being overweight. It's just not, that's not good. That's not good that she was pushing that or preaching that because people right. like myself who have obesity, I mean obesity, diabetes on my mother's side of the family, every, my mother, all her aunt, sisters had it, so... What do you think is going to happen to me or any of my siblings that will become obese or overweight? We're going to hang right. with diabetes and probably suffer the same fate my mother and die young. It's true. Die in our 60s from yeah. heart failure. I'm just saying, I'm being honest. People, you know, they always look at the size and they want this physical body, but it's, it's, it's about health internally. The most important I would have anything. I remember you and I having a discussion about Lizzo. We did. I think we talked about it on a body positivity podcast episode, yeah. maybe like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it then. Like eventually, she was going to lose the weight. Yes, um, it's happening. I can see that it's happening. I saw. I noticed right away at the Grammys, and it'll be very interesting to see what her how her tribe responds to that. And you know what? Let's stay on this for a second. Mm-hmm. Two celebrities that got hella shit for losing weight. I was weight. just going to bring that okay. up. Yeah, and, and instead of instead of who are like your this, two? good job, congratulations, yay! They like put them down. Okay, who are the two you're thinking? Uh, damn, Adele. Is Adele's one, one of for them. Me. And then Adele. There's, there's a, a, a white and actress. And Melissa too. McCarthy. That was another one too. But there was another one. Star yes, something. Rumor Willis. Is yeah, there you another go. That one. one. That one. Rumor Willis. Yeah. Those are all people who were famous for being large. Large. 
and went on a weight loss journey and they yes. did get like backlash because people Major. it made them feel good to see somebody you know representing like the larger community or whatever but should they do that at their own expense for health should they re- should they feel obligated to stay that way because it makes other people feel comfortable no oh you mean because the fans have something to say Always? Yeah, it's because the fans, they, they like it. They go, oh, she's so beautiful like that, you know, whatever. It's the body positivity movement. Yes. And then they no get backlash. No one's saying she isn't. No one. All of them. Look how much weight Adele lost and look at her. She's like a whole different woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. She transformed herself. Guess what? Her, her levels got up and now she's off the market. I'm just saying. It's just very interesting just to me how people respond. And it'll be very interesting to see how they respond about... Lizzo, because yeah. that is coming, it's for sure coming. And not to be mean, how 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 much you think she weighed in that bigger picture that you just? Pulled I think up? maybe like four hundred at oh least. Oh my goodness! For a man that's excessive, pounds. for a woman whose your guys's frame is not meant mm-hmm. to be that big. Yeah. Yikes! She probably got a health scare. I'm telling you, probably got blood work, and her doctor was like, "Yo, you need to turn this around, or you're not going to live very long." Right. Your body is only can, your vessel, your vessel, this vessel that we're born in can only handle so much. You're going to burst your heart eventually. Something's going to burst. It's going to give. There's no way around it. We're not meant to be that big. Humans are not meant to be that big. Well, I mean, it's. We're just not. No. We're not. It's a lot. It's like putting, it's like taking a Honda Civic and using it as a transport vehicle and transporting thousands of pounds of cargo on a Honda Civic. Yeah. The the frame is not built for no. the cargo. The no. car will break down. Yeah, it'll break. It'll it might break. it might it might get away with it a few times, but it's gonna break. Right. Some the tranny, the rear and the motor, something's gonna snap. Something's gonna give. Yeah. It might work for a while. Yes. But then yeah. it's and then it when one thing breaks, guess what happens? Boom, boom, boom. Yes. A bunch of things go. Mm-hmm. Things just start going. Yeah. That's that's what happens. Yeah. So but it's just very interesting to me, and, and we were watching TMZ, and Harvey Levin actually said this, but why doesn't body positivity work both ways? Hello. Exactly. Why don't we ever, like, no, we look at someone people. and say, oh, my gosh, look at them. They've lost so much weight. Why is that inappropriate to say, like, you you look so good. Your weight loss, you know, you must be so much healthier now, whatever. Why is that inappropriate? Because humans are a bunch of haters, and that's it. And they can't admit that to themselves. It's just haters. Something... That we're born with jealousy and hatred and it sucks. It shouldn't be that way. It should be like inspired. Like I, I look at older dudes and me, older men, and they're fit and in shape and they inspire me. I don't look at the young guys. That's easy when you're young. You're older, it's more challenging. Right. That's why I, I was I saying look at that. my why is like to be the old person like that's yep. kicking butt in the gym. That, yes. When I look around the class at Orange Theory and I see these older ladies in there like kicking butt, I'm like, hell yeah. See? Like that's exactly. freaking awesome. Yes, exactly. And it's, it's nice, you know, when people recognize your work too, like you're how old and you damn you're in good shape you know i i get people all the time ask me what i do for training or this or that i just like i just love to work out i like to do it all Mm -hmm. i don't know cardio body um, lifting weights hitting bags i have to say i've noticed i did definitely notice the newbies join orange theory you know Mm -hmm. and not so much in january but so far in february i'm noticing a lot of newer people Mm -hmm. you know bigger people and i look at them and i and i I just want to go up to them and like be like I'm proud of you for like starting this journey. Yes. Like this is not easy. That's the hardest part. It's so hard to start. It's hard to get in there and you're yes. uncomfortable yes. and your balance is off and yes. and it's things t- hurt. It's hard. Your lungs hurt from breathing because you're not used to that. It's burning, but yeah, you, you, you you get through that and man, you get to the other side and oh my god. I know, and it's like it's, I want. I like not that I would ever do that, but sometimes I just want to go up to someone and just be like. Gosh, you know, like what made you come? Like, I'm so happy you're, 
you took this step. For anyone who was in this class, like they took a step, they signed up, they're paying good money. Yes. So they're, they have made a decision to make a change. And it makes me happy to see that. But I've definitely noticed over the, so far in February, like every class I can spot the newbies. Yeah, yeah. And I just think like, man, like I know, I know it's not easy. I know, it's tough. It is tough to get get going, you know, it, it really is. If you're not in a momentum or routine, it's super like, where are you going? And to go from possibly not working on much like an orange theory, that's huge jumping out of your comfort zone type workouts. Yeah, it is. Even for you, that was a huge jump. It was. Out of it was for zone. me. Like my balance, I didn't had. There were things that I, I hadn't worked on on my own. Yes. You know, I had just lifted weights. So now what? How do you feel now? Your your frame, your structure, my balance, your balance, my core, strong, right? Strong core, Important. strong balance. Yes. Definitely better. I'm much more aware of my of my body and how it's moving and how it should be moving and yes. how it should be positioned. Yes. Right, it's like awareness. It's all the five kinetic checkpoints. All you yeah. gotta know, but it's important to know that. Yeah, you feel like your machine is operating right when you're working out. Right, everything's clicking. It's the best, the balance. But it's- balance is so important, folks, because when we get older, you don't want to fall down and break a hip. Mm-hmm. That's usually a death sentence. Yeah, for you know, people. I used to work in a an old senior living home. I should say, I was saying old. Don't say old because we're we're old. <laughs> we're old. We're old folks now too. Um, I used to work in a senior living facility in the kitchen, actually, but. It was, they had residences and there was a health unit on site. It was for very wealthy seniors. And when they moved out of their residence and into the health unit, you kind of knew like, okay, that's their last, their final step before they pass away. And it was always a fall that got them there. More so, more often than heart attacks and things like that were falls. Yeah. Even my mother survived her fall. My mother barely survived her fall 12 years before she passed away. She had a near fatal fall. And again, it was because of not having that awareness of your extremities yes. and and the changing, you know, when the ground shifts or when you're walking on sand Uneven or stone. Uneven surface or sand, yes. You have yeah. to know your, uh, your uh, what's that called, proprioception? Like yeah, your body knows to adjust. It's all about balance. But if older people don't have balance, they walk in the sand, they're going to tip over. Yeah. Once once your, your, your vessel goes one to one side too much and your balance is off, you're falling down. Yeah. You know what's an, an interesting thing that we actually just learned that is a good way to work on your balance is do simple balance techniques with your eyes closed. Yes. And that increases the intensity of how the difficulty, I should say, of the balance. But balance is is critical, especially as you get older. If you you have a good balance, you're going to, you know, reduce the chances of having like a severe fall, severe injury, having to get like hip replacement surgery or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I almost lost my mom to a fall. Two of my neighbors on this street, um, they had falls that caused them to have like severe um, hemorrhage in the brain, water in the brain, water actually, the brain. that then smacked their head on the ground. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah, very important. Yeah. Very, very important. Okay, moving on to the next headline. This is the hot coffee topic, even though the, the previous one was kind of kind of hot, but we're going to get yeah. hotter. Yeah. We are going to talk about Madonna at the Grammys. Uh-oh. So Madonna, Madonna got a lot of judgy wudgy people about her look at the Grammys. And granted, in some photos, I feel like she, yeah, you can, she looks a little off. Big time. Um, but what it is, is a lot of filler. 
She's yes. had a lot. I mean, she's had a work. She's had a facelift. You I mean, can look tell at she's, her. she's 64. She's got filler, but this, she's 64 years old. Let, let me put this into perspective real quick for you guys, people. I'm 48. My wife is 47. When we're kids growing up, when people are this age or even above 50, senior citizens were considered, I mean, 55 was considered senior citizen, correct? We're growing up? Yes. 55 years old. 55. Okay. We're in a different era now. 64, and, and she looks like that. I mean, I'm Let me get, put it into perspective for you guys. different now. The Golden Girls, the Golden Girls, the show, the Golden Girls, Betty White, you know, Rue McClanahan, all those people. They're funny ladies. They were in their 50s. Doing that show? Mm-hmm. They were, they were in their 50s. That's crazy. They were in their 50s. And That's that show was what years 50-year-olds used to look like. Yes. That's what they used to look like. Mid-50s. You're so That's what right. I'm saying. 50s, 60s. Not- they were in their 50s when they did the Golden Girls. That's what we used to... <laughs> That's what we used to look like in our 50s. Terrible. I mean, kind of, right? Mean, but it, I'm glad I didn't live in there. It's a different era now. You know why? Because we have discovered fitness, nutrition. A lot of things have changed. It's yeah. a different era. Yes, it is. It's a different era. You know, like I've ne- my mom never stepped foot inside of a gym in her entire life. And you know what's the difference I see today versus when I was growing up bodybuilding, lifting weights? Is, is women, all they did back then was mainly cardio. And like aerobics. Now you look around the gym, these They're women are strong. Weights. I seen yeah. this chick, I felt, I'm not going to lie, I, was, I looked over at her, I'm like, dude, she did 225, I counted her reps five times. She wasn't overweight, she wasn't a powerlifter, I don't know how she did, her legs were strong. I said, mm-hmm. that, I wanted to go up to her, but I don't want to be a creeper, like, that's impressive what you just did. Nobody did that back in the days, unless you're a sauce as a woman, or you're a powerlifter. That was yeah. impressive. So what? I, more of the stories, women are stronger these days, you guys mm-hmm. believe in yourselves. Not like before. I know. It's, it's crazy. Era. It's literally crazy for me to think about the fact that, do you understand that I never, so I did not have that example. That's why it took me a long time, I think, to really find my fitness groove. My mom, I don't think I ever saw her put on a pair of tennis shoes, like sneakers, like workout sneakers. Never. That makes never. two of us. Two of us. It's just a different era that you know we come from. Our parents didn't, didn't really know or care about that gym life. It's crazy. Like, so I didn't even know that life. It took me a while to, and then I didn't have, back then, you weren't influenced from the internet or things like that. I got my influence from magazines. Magazines. Yeah. And it did, that's what did kind of spark my interest. I would see the girls on, on the cover of a magazine or whatever, like, oh, I want my body to look like that. Yeah. How do I do that? In fact, that is, it was a magazine that got me inspired to lose my weight. Mm -hmm. And I had seen like a little, it was like Woman's Day magazine. I think it was even my mom's. And it was like a diet to eat 1,200 calories a day. That's how. You just just did it. I just did it. I'm like, okay. And so when it worked, when when I ate the 1,200 and the scale went down, I'm like, oh my gosh, it works. And so that was all I needed to see. It worked. So I'm going to keep doing it. Why would I not? Yeah. Why would I and stop doing that? And it's crazy. It probably wasn't nutritionally balanced, like protein, carbs, fats, but you just did 1,200 calories. You didn't know. Oh, it wasn't balanced at all. It still I had worked. No protein. I, I did, my body didn't look that great when well, I was thin. But, but you know what? It worked, right? But it worked. It but worked. back to Madonna. So back I wanted to, to say like on that, on the Grammys, when she was ridiculed for that, she came out, she was pissed. She's all, this is, you know, reeks of ageism and misogyny and, you know, what's wrong with a woman trying to do what they want to do to you know preserve, turn back preserve, yeah to preserve, preserve their youth themselves. yes exactly it is her why do people feel like they're so obligated to have their opinion on what other people should look like what do you think i don't know 
fans are just always super entitled thinking like their opinion or they have something to say. It's almost because you're a fan of a celebrity, like you dictate how they should look or how they should. Act. No, you have the, no right to do that. Right. It's her life. And I mean, choice. it's okay to have opinions, Yes, you know, but like we have opinions on this show. We talk about our opinions, but I don't seek people out and point people out and like put my views on them. I don't yes. go to Lizzo's page and say, Lizzo, I think that you would actually, you know, might live a little longer and be you, you healthier if you lose this. some weight. Yeah. Never would I do that. No, That's her not. business. Yes. That's her business. And what she chooses to share, what she chooses to do, that's on her. Mm-hmm. I would never go to someone's page that got filler and be like, oh, you know what? You probably shouldn't have got that. You look better before. Because for every person that says you look better before, there's three people who think you look better after. Yeah, it's true. You're never going to please everybody. No. So guess what? Please yourself. Yep. Because that's all that freaking matters. That's it. Don't worry about what people think. Don't, Who cares? That's, that's, the, that's the problem a lot of humans have. You worry, Don't worry about what people think. Do what's best for you. Yeah, and it makes you happy. Obviously, Madonna felt good. I feel like she stepped on the Grammys and she's all, you know what? I look good. I'm 64. Because you know what? You guys have an opinion. But you don't know what she would look like without all that work. If she stepped up on the stage and did, had gotten zero work... Everyone would be saying, oh, my God, Madonna looks so old. Yeah. Look at her. It's like you can't she, please she's, everybody. She's one year away from being a senior citizen, you guys, 65. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dude, just so annoying th- to th- me. These people don't have no clue what the 65-year-old, 64-year-old woman looked like 30, 40 years ago compared to mm-hmm. now. We're in a different era. I'm telling you, it's going to be like 50-year-old women and men are going to look like in their 20s in the future. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really slowing down the aging process because we're learning more about the anatomy, the cells. Of course. Sky's the limit. Humans are going to live to be 200 someday, for sure. I mean, you got some right now that I, I forgot the oldest living person. She was like 119 or something crazy. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I mean, my yeah. my the moral of this story for me is do what makes you feel your best. Yes. Not what you think other people want you to look like. Not what you think, you know, other people might like. Because if you're always trying to please everybody, you're never going to be happy because for every one opinion, there's. I was gonna the, ask you, did you get a lot of shit from people when you first got your boobs done the first time? Because it was a while ago before mm. you met me. Did anyone have any opinions about it? Not so much. Oh, no, okay. more so like things, facial stuff. So like or hair. Like for everybody that loves my dark hair, there's someone who loves my blonde hair. Uh-huh. Like if they see like, oh, I liked you better blonde. Like okay, yeah, I'm okay. obviously dark right now yes so obviously that's what i prefer yes you know what i mean dumb it's like so annoying i or like, like if you, you better what are you the, are you the husband i don't know it's just it, <laughs> it it's it's okay it doesn't bother me at no, all no, but I it, know. it also is the same thing that it's it couldn't be more annoying and i'm telling you guys this don't do it if there's somebody out there that posts their transformation and they post a before picture and an after picture <clears throat> If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But do not say, oh, you look good now, but you looked better before. God. Don't say that. It's so irritating and disrespectful. It is because obviously they're sharing it because they are proud of themselves. So unless you're going to just praise their work or what they've done and don't say anything at all because it is so annoying when someone says, oh, you look better before. Because they're not posting their before and after for you to say that. Yeah. So shut your trap. Yeah. Don't, and, and people don't say, don't tell people, you're, oh, you're getting too skinny. 
Because if you're fat and overweight and they say, hey, well, you're, you're fat and overweight, how are you going to feel? Think about that. Don't be doing that. It's insulting. People think they could just rag on fitness and think people are supposed to just be like, eh, take it and not say nothing back. Like, no, that's insulting. How about insult you back and make you feel like a certain type of I way? I know. But we do that. Oh, we're, we're fat shaming. We're this and that. No, we've both been, me and you have been on the other side of the spectrum. So yeah. we know what it feels like. No, I'm just saying I mean, the table works both do. ways. This is the point. This is, we don't just talk about, this is our platform. This is yes. what we do Address for a elephant. living. So that's why we talk about it. We don't yep. talk about it just because that's the only thing we ever think about. It's just because that is the topic of our podcast. As a, as a weight loss coach, that is what we talk about for the, you know, for the most part. Um, but yeah, in fact, someone made a comment and I thought this was funny too. On a recent uh, like a video that I have on, I don't know, it was Instagram or YouTube. I had a video where I make my little mozzarella cheese sticks snack. And someone, I guess I said, um, I posted it and I said, oh, this is my little mozzarella cheese stick snack. And someone said, oh, thank God you said this is a snack. It just irritated me. I don't know. Wait, wait, oh, thank God. Yeah, thank God you said this is a snack. Okay. Because basically they were, uh, because if I didn't say it was a snack and I was going to try to say, oh, this is a meal, they would be like, oh my gosh, this is like you have food problems or you don't eat enough or, you know. Oh boy. It's like, oh, because, oh my God, if that was a meal, God forbid. But they're, no one ever concerned. They're worried if they think you're eating too little, but they're never worried if you're eating too much. Yep. Never. We're going to start testing you. I'll put plates of food. Is this too much? Is this too little? What do you guys think? We'll see. We'll see what people think. We're eating too much, you guys. Way too much. We're overconsuming. Amer Americans in general, way eating too much. All of the problems that we have, a lot of the problems we have with alcohol, soda, energy drinks food obesity all of that it's it's overconsumption. that's it that's the problem Overconsumption. like you said and not to get off topic we went to mexico basket of chips or what over there yeah basket of chips serving. in america like like this basket of chips in mexico small yeah see tacos small here like three times oh the size. my gosh the tacos in mexico are macro friendly yes they are they, they, those Bang. things are not more than 150 calories each yeah, you get a lot they of have protein. they have chopped onions Cilantro, chopped meat, a tortilla. single corn tortilla, mm -hmm. and salsa. They're literally macro friendly. It's someone it, once I remember once someone saying like, "Oh, I'm, I miss Taco Tuesday." Like, uh, they're they're dieting or something. I'm like, tacos are totally macro friendly. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. Have Taco Tuesday every Tuesday if you want. You could, yeah, just incorporate percent incorporate your yeah exactly. It, they're they're so macro friendly, portion controlled out. Mm -hmm. Like when you order tacos at Luna. Those things are tiny. Yeah. Perfect. I'm not stuffed. I eat a damn burrito. I'm stuffed. I'm just saying. It's the truth. That's Burritos are, are heavy. Tacos, a lot of lighter side. So, yeah. All right. So, moving on. And moving I guess on. this is a special topic because Valentine's Day is coming up. And I actually was like. Oh, wow. I was writing some of these, these notes when I realized, oh, my gosh, it's perfect because it's like Valentine's Day. I finished watching the Pam and Tommy documentary, which was really good. And then I saw that there was some controversy on apparently she, through making that movie, she'd reached out and was texting Tommy. She had sent him texts and they actually released some of the text messages that were, you know, kind of like. Making the movie? This while she was making the documentary, oh. you know, because she had to go back and, and, um, 
watch old videos and stuff and she was just talking about how oh you know we were so cute and our love was so pure and she was like reaching out he hasn't he never responded to any of those text messages i'm not sure who released them but he's married like happily married now with his current wife ghost them too i'm just saying why do you why you want to tell you something that's in the past yeah and i think that i i would just want it made me think about the the terminology because i think like wow they did have a special connection so i started like looking into like couples with special connections you know I, it that you can see that it's almost magnetic it's like pam and tom I, we talked about this already but i'll get into my point megan and mgk travis barker and courtney elvis megan and, and mgk megan fox really yeah they have that that animal attraction yes 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 you're right you're right but, yes, and they, they do. refer to themselves yes, they do. as twin flames a twin flame. So I wanted to look up what is a twin flame? It's different than a soulmate. Uh-huh. And twin flames, the theory behind twin flames is they're literally a soul that was split in half and like came back as two different people. And so they find each other. And it's almost like it's like magnets. Mm-hmm. But it could and it doesn't always end in long-term relationships. They're very to- almost to- they become toxic for each other. I know what you mean. Like they're meant for each other, but they're toxic. But for they're each toxic other. for each other, and yeah. so oftentimes I, I, yeah. they don't stay together. But that's what like a twin flame is. So those were some of the examples I found of twin flames. Was so here's MGK and Megan yeah. Fox. Yeah, they both have their like wild style. I think Courtney and these Travis, two are like opposites, but they their energy somehow. I think they're twin flames. I I'm not sure if they're gonna. My my theory is I'm not. It might be a little over too much. It might not be like a forever thing. Think I don't so? know. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes twin flame twin flames usually are not like Priscilla and Elvis. Uh-huh. Twin flames, I think. So, yeah, those are some examples of, of twin flames and it made me think of okay, well what about a soulmate? What's a soulmate? So soulmates are different in that they also it's very much similar at the beginning of the relationship like the twin flame like when you find each other it just works. Yeah. But soulmates they just work effortlessly and they don't have that toxicity piece and they are just it's easy everything comes easy and and they feel like they've you know they've always like this makes sense when they're when they're together and i feel like we definitely fall into that category for me for me like and and being how the fact that i was married before i feel that I recognized it because I had the example of like, you know, I've been in a marriage before, whatever. I recognized it with us. Like this is different because it comes easy. Yeah. And the empathy piece, like you almost like are just so in tune that you don't have to communicate because Mm -hmm. you're really in tune with each other. And I felt that like, I even, when you went through your, your situation, like I felt, you know, when you had your, what, what do we want to call it? When you went. Psychotic we, breakdown? Yeah, psychotic break. When I, I turned into a maniac? When you were missing, yes. I still, I knew in my heart you were still alive. And that, that's how what I, would, what I would call, because we're soulmates, because we're very, because I could feel your feelings. It was like an empath type of thing. Hmm. And the good news is for soulmates is they can and often can stay together forever. Whereas twin flames, I wouldn't, twin flames, you're like too identical. Which yeah. I don't think we're identical. I, I I understand what you're saying. 
we could both be wild, but one might be a little more excessively wild. We than balance that, each and that's other out. What would break it? The relationship, right? And we balance each other out. I think. Um, and I mean, that's how I feel. I actually, I actually recognized Beauty it. And the beast. I it's recognized it pretty early on, and I remember because, like I said, I'm never come on here and say we have a perfect relationship because it is absolutely not perfect. Mm -hmm. We've had our moments, and I mm -hmm. remember during our relationship when we had those rocky times, mm -hmm. thinking to myself, "Man, he's gonna ruin this, and he's never gonna be able to find it again." Because I don't think he realizes that this is different. And yeah. that's what I would tell. I would literally tell myself that I knew. And that's why I think I st stuck in certain times where a lot of people I think would not have, if I'm being completely honest, not yeah. to put you on blast. Yeah. Talk but um, because I knew it was different and special because of my experience. And I knew that you would realize that when it was too late. Yeah. And so I, I actually. Because I haven't gone through this experience right. before. I'm learning as I go. I don't know how to be a husband. I'm learning as I go. Because you know? I've done it before. I know that I know that it, what we had was different. And and a lot of times it's why we can't relate. You know, oftentimes when someone's complain they're complaining about their wife or to me people are complaining about their significant yeah. <laughs> other and I'm do like that a lot. <laughs> it's funny. And I'm like I don't it's just it's different for us. I know I'm not trying to make it sound like it's perfect. No. But it's just different for us because we have I don't know, just we, a lot of unspoken connection. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it was hard. I know you you tamed the beast, man. I was a crazy dude before I got with you. Cut and run. That's what I used to do. Cut and run. I didn't stay together with nobody. Pew, I'm out. I'm seeing you for a little bit and I'm bored. I'm not feeling I'm out. That's how I was. That was my attitude. If it wasn't there, if it didn't click like with us, it clicked. So we gave effort, right? Right. We stayed in it. I was dating. You were dating. So it clicked. Yeah, it did. And it was different. Because why didn't I settle down with anyone else that I dated before? Because I was on the market for almost four years. I know. We were married. I was in the, and I did date. And I got close to settling down with a couple, but it just, it, something didn't feel right in my gut. Right. I got to exactly. go my gut. That's I'm not, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not ignoring my gut no more. And now I think you're spoiled because you think that's why I knew. I'm like, man, if we don't work out, he's going to be doomed because he's not going to realize how most relationships are not like this. Yeah. They're not like this. They're yeah. not smooth like this. You no, know, and a lot of people are insecure in relationships. I hate to say it, especially women. I hate to say it. There's a lot of insecurity, and I've, I've seen that when I was single. Now, as soon as I see that, I'm out. I just can't. I can't be with someone insecure. They're going to be nagging me, bothering me. Well, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't do well with that. Yeah. I don't, need, I don't need a warden. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have one mother in this earth. Yeah, you used to always it. say that. I have one mother. Yeah, one mother. That's it. So women overstep their boundaries sometimes. And I have one mother. son. Yeah. I don't want to be mommy. Exactly. Fuck that. Exactly. But some guys want that. I don't want to be I mommy don't. or police yeah. you or whatever. No. Like, that's not Same my style. Same thing. I'm not going to police you either and worry about what you're wearing or where you're going or time you're out. And I don't, no, I'm not doing all that. I'm going to be in a relationship with all that. That's psychotic. <laughs> Something's wrong with people that do that. Oh, uh, okay. I want to round this episode out by saying that I came across something so interesting that I think that you will find very humorous. Hmm. Did you know that there is a swinging seniors community in florida come again swingers in florida there is uh -huh. there is a swing a huge swinging okay. community but they're seniors senior citizens i don't hate on the swingers hey man they're having fun in the relationship all for it go for it man but seniors yes wow how seniors and there's this there's wait how what's the age group men are men gotta be cheating 
so, so listen to this. Seniors. Wow. Seniors. Okay. And they have this, this system with their, with these loofah sponges, a color system. Mm -hmm. So that's how you can know who other, other people who are part of it. So they attach a loofah to their car and then, you know, Uh so like they they attach a loofah, a loofah to their car. So you can identify each other when they're driving. Yes. Or where in their villain, like the communities that they were, they're a part of. So if you see someone driving around with a white loofah, it means they're brand new to the to the community. Um, if you see someone with a purple, they just like to watch. Yeah. You know, if you see someone with a pink, they do a soft sw- soft swap. There's all these different color codes in the community that people go by. Teal. See, look, here's a picture of someone. They have a pink one on their car. That's in Florida. Oh, And I wow. guess this has been going on for a long time. I have, discovered, I have never heard of this. TikTok. Of course. It's been going on for a long time, but now it's become kind of viral on TikTok. Watch and California's so Take Note next. It's kind of exposed. Damn. But then it made me think about this. This is so... In- I had a revelation. Seniors, though. I had a wow. revelation. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Cruises are hotbeds for swinging. Big time. The first time I went with you, I wanted... I, I didn't, didn't you, you call the it vibes? You called it out. You go, babe, I think we're... And we, sure enough, I think there's was. a lot of swinging. Yes. It took us a minute, but we figured it out. And you know what? We would have... Now, I'm going to I'm gonna game you guys up. That's if you're going crazy. on a cruise, I'm going to tell you what to look for. You've been on a lot if of them. If you see pineapples... Dec- people decorate their door on, on cruise ships. I used to think it was just for fun. Oh, cool. You decorate the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we decorated the girls. We went on a girls trip and yeah. we decorated our door because yeah. I knew it was a thing. Well, apparently it's a thing because people use that to communicate. If you have a pineapple on your door. What does that mean? An upside down pineapple means you are open and ready for, to swing. You're looking, for, you're looking for people to swing with. Oh, wow. If it's right side up, you're, you're swinging, but you're already taken. Oh. So oh. if you go on a cruise wow. ship. It is the universal and symbol. And this is like the, the like uh, Royal Caribbean. Yeah, all normal cruises. Yeah. So you're not on a swingers oh cruise. You're just on a cruise. But if you want to signify yeah. that you're open to it, you put a pineapple on your door or even wear pineapple jewelry. Wow. You can just let, if you wear something pineapple, you will let someone know that you are swinging. So be careful. Because if you're not wanting to swing and you like pineapples, this could be a problem. <laughs> because I remember one time on a girls' trip, That's we were on funny. a girls' trip, and one of the girls gave all the girls <laughs> pineapple toe rings to wear, and we were all wearing pineapple toe rings. I'm like, oh my god! Little did we know, we were wearing the universal symbol for swinging. Pineapple toe rings. Yeah, like a pineapple was on a toe ring, and we had it on our toes. So oh. if someone noticed, they would think we're swingers. Yes. And open to being swinging. Wow. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. I never knew. So the next time you go on a cruise, and I know for a fact, now that I think back, I have wow. a thousand percent seen pineapples. Seen, I've I, seen people's doors decorated with pineapples. And now I know what it is. But next time you go on a cruise, look for the pineapples, okay? Then you're going to see the swingers. You're going to know who the swingers are. I definitely felt the swinging vibes. But if I would have known, I would have looked at their door. Oh, yeah, me too. I didn't know, though. We didn't know. And then we started kind of putting it together. We're like, Hold up. Something's going on here. Yeah. Then we got invited to certain parties. Yeah. I remember that on the, on the cruise ship. I was like, hold up. Okay. And then yeah, it, like then in the rooms, the parties in the rooms. Th- yeah. Then we figured it. Then you figured it. I think you're like, we think this is also a lot of swingers on here. And sure yeah, enough, I felt yeah. like there was a lot of swingers we on that We didn't know. And then we, we somehow found out. That Maybe. 
And you know how like seniors love cruises? Maybe yes. there's loofahs on the cruise too. Maybe people put the loofahs on their door. Oh, wow. So that, hey, if you guys, if any of you guys know anything Dang. about this, comment. Comment yeah. on the YouTube video. I'm curious. Have you ever seen the loofahs? If any of our Florida listeners, do you see the loofahs? Now they're going to be looking. Curious. And number two, if you've been on a cruise recently, have you ever noticed the pineapples? Or have you seen loofahs hanging on the doors on cruises? Because a lot of seniors go on cruises. Dude, I didn't know they were getting What if you set like that? your grandparents up, like, just as a joke? You knew your grandparents were going on a cruise, and you said, oh, hey, Nana and Papa, put this on your door. It's, like, a cool thing to do. And oh <laughs> you put God. pineapples. Dude. Can you Honestly, imagine? it was kind of weird because I, growing up as a kid, you think grandparents, you're like, they don't have sex. They're old. You think, like, old people yeah. have sex, don't have sex anymore. Goddamn, I didn't, I'm totally off. I well, I mean, know. we have help now, man. Thank goodness for a pill. That must be it, I it's guess. It's got to be it. But I mean, swinging seniors, it's a thing in Florida, apparently. And I mean, TikTok has exposed it. Hey, so they're enjoying themselves. They're consenting adults, man. It's, it's their thing. And if it makes their relationship stronger and happier, do Hey, thing, whatever. I have nothing. I think I'm no. fascinated. I would like to talk to some swingers. I know. If you're, if you're a swinger and you want to talk to us, let me know. I'd love to know. I'm curious. Have you ever had it? I, had, I have a couple of friends. People. Yeah, that was yes. swingers. Yes. I, I actually had One blew up. One blew up. One didn't work because... <laughs> They both did dirt on each other while they're away, but that's what usually happens. Yeah. I've had it, several several couples. That is what usually happens. In fact, like a reality star, Megan King Edmonds and Jim Edmonds is like a the famous baseball player. They were on Real Housewives of Orange County. They had it wasn't a swinging thing; it was a threesome thing uh -huh. with her best friend or whatever. They had threesome. He's married to that woman now. Oh, really? His wife and him are divorced, and he's married to the one that was part of their threesome. Wow. She talked about that on her podcast. That's what happens a lot of the times. But um, swinging, I uh, had an experience when I was with Robert, actually. We went to a party, uh -huh. and there was um, a couple of other couples who were swingers, but- You guys didn't know this, though. They were very friendly with us. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm, we've never met them, but they're very friendly. And then yeah. one of our other friends said, hey, they're probably like eyeballing you guys because you're fresh meat, and they're curious if you're- swingers because they're swingers i'm like oh hell no no <laughs> that's a negative oh, man. so but i am fascinated i'm not judging like i said no to each their own do what you the senior Never. swinging go for it you yes. want your pineapples on the door go have, for it Curse. that's that's your own that's yes. your own deal i just think it's funny and i thought i wanted to point it out because if i were to ever go on a cruise i'm definitely going to be looking out for the loofahs and the pineapples yeah all right you guys thank you so much and we will see you on the next one see you.